Hello everyone, it is week 23. Tell me a story of murder and mystery, Melly. Oh, it would have rhymed if you didn't say Melly. Uh, Melly still rhymes with 23. <laughs> Mr. rhymes with 23. Mr. Melly. No. Yes. <laughs> Mel E. Beans. Well, you're listening to the Pretty Crazy Podcast. Yes, we're pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you want a story of murder and mystery? I do. I got one for you. What is it? Okay. It is the murder of Lindsay Buziak. Boozy! It takes place in Canada. Canada, we're going across the border. We're going across the border to But Canada. we can't. It's non-essential business travel. Well, it is always essential business travel when it comes to For murder. murder. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first Canadian case, isn't it? Maybe. It tastes a little funny. (laughs) They have poutine. (laughs) Uh, We be putting it in. So, sources, before I even get into this, um, Wikipedia, there's lindsaybuziakmurder.com, there was an investigation discovery website, Dateline, Crime Junkie, I, um... Damn, she's got her own website? Yeah, well, I mean, when people get murdered, sometimes they make websites about them. I want my own website. Well, if you get murdered, I'll make you a website. Kill me. No, then I go to jail and I can't make you a website. Oh, get someone to kill me? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Apparently, the case file episode on this is another podcast. is really, really good, Um, but I did not find this out until about an hour ago. So if I was going to listen to that, we would not have had time to record this. Oh. So my recommendations is after listening to us, go listen to case file for a much better podcast. (laughs) Whoa! Hey, shut it down. (laughs) Shut it down. Um, I think it's like three parts or two oh, or like okay. really long. It's um it's a good it is a good podcast. Um he's Australian. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I good stuff. I can't compete you, you, with that. You can give a shout out. It's you, a serious one you and this can't is not compete a with him just because he's Australian. The content is here. Yeah. The quality's here. Well, it's also a serious podcast and ours is not I mean, serious content, but not serious people. Well, yeah, the people definitely aren't serious, but the content is serious. Yes. Yeah. Seriously serious. Well, I mean usually because sometimes we do ghosts and Yeah. Well that's true. And succubus and shit. Yeah. The murders are serious. We don't do shit though. Not yet. We have we have not explored <laughs> fecal matter on this channel. And we will never explore fecal matter. I will promise you, viewers and listeners. Viewers, nobody's watching this. Not yet, Melly. It's 2020. We don't know what kind of fuck's going to happen. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Um, okay, so like I said, it's about Lindsay B- Buziak. Um, That's how I heard it pronounced on all the things, so I, I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Um... So, this might be a shorter episode because there's not much information, but there's a lot of speculation. So, we'll see how this goes. Okay. So, um, Lindsay is 24, was 24, 24. and um, she was a realtor. So, oh no, yeah, <laughs> oh no, yeah, <laughs> you know where this is going. Is this why you ha- <laughs> there's that rule with the this actually is not because of that, but we'll get to that. Okay, I have a story that relates pretty close to this. Yep, 
that is completely independent of this. <laughs> um, okay, so she was doing pretty well as a realtor. Like, I mean, you're 24, so she might have been doing it for a couple of years because you don't need to get a four-year degree for that. Yeah. So I don't know how long she's been doing this for, but her boyfriend, um, he was also a realtor. Her dad used to be a realtor, still is a realtor, and her, mm. and her boyfriend's mom was a Family realtor. Family of realtors. Yeah, so um, it was kind of like the thing to do. Family business. <laughs> we sell houses and house accessories. <laughs> propane. And propane accessories. Um, so the reason she did really well as a realtor is a, is from all the like um, things that I've heard about her. She was very bubbly, outgoing. Um, she was very attractive. So it's like, you know, a good persona. Suited for the role. Suited for the role. Okay. But, you know, when you're an upcoming realtor, you don't get these really intense houses. Like, you have to work your ass off in order to get paid. Yeah, you got to get the beaters. Yeah, you got to Yeah, you got to you got to have a lot of uh yeah, unless you're spoon-fed. Yeah. You know, the right. silver silver spoon, you got to work, you got to grind. So, she sold real estate in Victoria, Canada, which I guess is like a smaller part, which I've heard of Victoria, but apparently this part of Victoria is small. I don't okay. know. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know anything about Canada, and the stuff I do know about Canada would be, like, Toronto. This is the the west coast of Canada. West coast! Um, so, I guess this part is close to Vancouver. Okay. So. The crazy Canucks. Crazy Canucks. Um, which, funny enough, her boyfriend is a, used to be a, um, semi-pro hockey player. Of course uh, he did, because that's of Canada. Of course, everybody was. <laughs> you know, the kids were semi-pro, you know, relative to the right. American, American I mean, semi-pro. an eight-year-old can come over and they're like, oh, hockey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... Sign me up. That's pretty much t-ball for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was funny when they're like, he's an... He was like, used to be a, a semi-pro. I'm like, okay, of course he did. Do you this put that Canada. on your resume? You know, like as a Canadian, or is that required? Or is it just automatically assumed? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, one day she gets this phone call um, in January of 2008. So this all takes place in 2008. Yeah. Um, and it's somebody she's never met before or, like, heard from, and they have a really heavy accent um, saying that they wanted to see houses in the million-dollar range. Oh. So. Like, what kind of heavy accent? Okay, so is this is important. This? So she said it's, like, Spanish, but not really. Like a fake Spanish accent. Fake Spanish? Yeah. Like. I I don't want to. I know it's okay, but I'm saying that like it's like yeah. they it was like put on. Put on, yeah. Um, because even if somebody was speaking, you know, broken Spanish, like I have people who in my life who speak broken Spanish. Yeah. And um, well, broken English. Like me trying to be Spanish. Antonio Banderas. Yeah, like it's very fake. Um, I, I don't else... even know if he's Spanish, but... Well, he's Latin, so... Yes. Well... Some, somewhere. Okay. I don't I don't know which country he's from, but he speaks Spanish. Yeah, he, he speaks be, Spanish, but... He might be Mexican. He might, he might be Mexican. Yeah. But the, the problem is, like, the, you know, there's a difference between... Right. So, like, I think... So why, why is it... Well... Uh, uh, my thoughts are so whenever you have somebody who speaks full Spanish and then they're trying to speak English and it's broken English it it does sound very heavy but I guess she's saying that it sounds like a fake accent somebody's putting it on yeah nobody else has heard this accent it's just her saying this okay um 
but like so she felt kind of weird about it but um they said they were moving to vancouver from vancouver to victoria um and they wanted to stay close to like downtown area um but they needed to close the deal within two or three days so it needs to be like chop chop yeah that's that's weird yeah um especially the million dollar house um so they wanted three beds three baths and a live-in space for help so it's a very particular like type of house yeah um Sounds like our old house. Yeah. It wasn't worth a million dollars, though. Well, yeah. you could have bought it for a million dollars if you wanted to close in three days. That's true. I would have hauled, <laughs> hauled out of there for like, three so days. If you think about it, if this house is a million dollars, um, like our real estate agent that we just had, the percentage was 6%, so 3% per agent. So that's $30,000 on one house. Yes. So you want to close this That deal. will make your year. Yes. Yeah, especially if you're a new upcoming person, you know, you start getting to the million dollar houses, like you don't have to worry about, you know, getting nearly as many. Yeah. Especially when you want to close in three days. Hell yeah. The weird thing about this was like, she didn't already start selling million dollar houses. She didn't know who these people were. Like it's, it's weird that somebody, and she wasn't the, the agent listed on the house. Yeah. So, it's kind of like out of the blue. They're like, hey, we want to buy this house and we want you to be our agent. Yeah, they should have called the yeah. agent. Been... And so, it's it's weird already. Um, so, she feels uneasy about it because the accent and then like the million dollar house. Um, but they said, oh, we actually got your name from blah, blah, blah. The name's not released. Which was a, a client that she had recently had. Okay. <sighs> So she tries to reach out to the client to be like, oh, you know, how do you know these people or whatever? But she can't get a hold of the client. Huh. Going back to this, um, we'll go back to this in the future, but like, um, I don't think it's that weird to say like, oh, it's word of mouth. Like I had a really good real estate agent. No, it's not that weird, but. Like our real estate agent was really good. Yeah. And I would recommend her to anyone moving to Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Chesapeake. But, um, you know, she could reach us afterwards. This is 2008. People have cell phones. Yeah. Like, I still have her saved. That's, yeah. And I have... And you probably would reach out to her and say, like, hey, I'm sending you a, a client. Maybe. Maybe. Or she she could send me a text. Yeah. And just be like, I, I have questions. Yeah. So... And then I, that I know to answer her call. Right. Or I know it wasn't a butt dial. You know, yeah, like, it, it was a very particular... Because I'd it assume was, it's a butt dial if she called me right now. It's a very um, particular client that they had, and they just couldn't get in contact with them. Um, I'm assuming that the police go back and reach out to that client, but, like, that's not mentioned anywhere. Yeah. Um, the case is, I'm just going to say, unsolved at this point. Yeah. I'm going to throw that out there. So just keep all of this in mind while you hear this. Um the police probably did do all of this stuff, but we don't get to know this because unsolved cases, you know, like we said, they keep some case. stuff. Yeah. Okay, so, um, Jason, so her boyfriend's name is Jason. Oh. Ha-ha. Jason. Go to um, So they do live together. I should go back a little bit. Um, they live together, and um, I guess they've been together for a little, for at least a while, um, and he is... Like six foot three, two forty, two forty five, ex or um former semi pro hockey player. So he's a force to be reckoned with. The Canadian Hans. 
<laughs> the Canadian Jason. Oh, the Canadian Jason. Um, so he's a he's a big dude. Big dude with a big dude. <laughs> he's a beard. Gonna mess and you up, dude. Um. So. They so back to the story of you know so she's talking to this client. And um, they called her like a handful of times, maybe like five or six times. And she finds a house in um, Saanich, which is like a like a small town in Victoria. And um, she arranged to show the house at 530 on, um, it's in February of 2008. Now, I didn't think of this. Well, every time I've heard this story, somehow I always forget this until I get to this part. 530 p.m. in Canada in February. It's yeah. dark out. Yeah. Like, dark. not just, like, twilight. It is dark. Yeah, pretty freaking dark. Um, And I always forget about that because, like, 5.30 p.m., you know, like, you know, but in, in Canada especially because you're so north. Pretty freaking dark, eh? It's pretty freaking dark, eh? <laughs> um, so, you know, There's that's moose probably... out. There's moose <laughs> out there, right? <laughs> Do they have moose in Vancouver? Vancouver's got the moose. <laughs> Anybody who's listening from Canada, um, <laughs> shoot me with, with a shoot gun. I love your accent. Um, I used to watch a show called Instant Star, um, who has Alex Johnson on it. And like most of the accent, like it wasn't strong. Like it's kind of just like a normal, just a normal accent. Um, but there were certain words that she would say like, sorry. 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 And it was my favorite thing. So me and Amanda, we still say sorry to each other. Mm-hmm. We're like, Sorry. Or prevert. They said prevert, prevert instead of pervert. Yeah. I love it. Mm. Anyways. Well, this guy's a prevert, if I had to guess. No. No? I, I don't know. Mm. There's no preverted things This guy go. or gal. Oh, well, we're going to get there. It's unsolved. <laughs> okay, so. Um, this house is gorgeous, by the way. If you look it up online, um, it's huge. It's definitely worth a million dollars. It's a nice house. Well, now it's a murder house. Well, now it's... I mean, maybe it's worth more now. Some people are freaks and they just were like, murder house? Yes. So, it's 5.30 p.m. Um, or she's arranging to do it at 5.30 p.m. Yeah. So, that's like what's set up. So, Jason and Lindsay have lunch at a place called Sauce. Sauce. I used to live above a bar called Sauce. Sauce. And it had the best buffalo chicken dip. Sauce. Um, I miss them. Hmm. Anyways. Um, so they paid the bill at 4.24 p.m. Yeah. They both drove separately. Um, so Lindsay was going to go home and change and then go to the house. And Jason um, had to go, I think they said it was like an automotive place. Um, but it was also, he was picking up a friend. Well, a friend probably. probably a guy friend, to, yeah. Had to uh, drive him somewhere. Well, they were going to play do. hockey later that evening. <laughs> That it's the most Canadian thing ever. <laughs> yeah, what I've heard is um, they said that they were going to go play hockey later. My alibi <laughs> is. I was going to play hockey. I was playing hockey. So, um, and it's actually on film that um, the friend and Jason are on the camera at this place at 530 getting into the car. Yeah. So they're running a little bit behind. Um, so people were like, oh, you know, why are they running behind? And then... Um, he was also doing a deal. Um, he was all, like I said, he was also in real estate. Yeah. So he was trying to close a deal that I guess he was the, 
seller and and Lindsay was going to be the buyer so they had to switch over paperwork okay um so he kind of said like it's also an excuse like i can go drop off this paperwork and check on her at this house yeah and since she felt so uneasy he's like hey like i'll i'll check on you everything will be fine yeah well everything was not fine oh no so again like it's on camera did he bust in like the kool-aid man oh yeah oh no oh no (laughs) big jug of juice (laughs) um so for the younger crowd or the older crowd that don't know dane cook go watch his stand-up about the kool-aid man oh no um okay so there's actually a witness that saw the couple there's a couple okay um, walk into the cul-de-sac at 5.30. Um, again, it's dark in Canada at this time, so, like, the fact that anybody, there was, like, any eyewitnesses that saw them is pretty good, you know? Like, it might have been, like, just, like, through the light of a porch or, like, street lamps or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, Jason texts, I guess he calls her or texts her and said he was going to be there in about 10 to 15 minutes and she said, okay, I'll see you in a bit. I got to go. The Mexicans are here. So she never wrote down their name anywhere, but she only referred to them as the Mexicans at home. Mm. It's a little, I mean, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in hindsight, like, if she would have wrote down at least the name, it, would, it probably wouldn't have helped. Truthfully. No, it would have been. But, like, the fact that she calls them the Mexicans, it's kind of... But yeah, so much to go on. Yeah, and like you know, even if she is a little bit on like the not saying racist, but like she's kind of like making like a hey, these people have a funky accent. Yeah. So um, it doesn't make her look great, but at the same time, like it's she's dead. It's not a big deal. Whoa! Spoiler. I told you she gets killed. You jumped to the end. No, there's so much There's so much that goes you, on with it. But you just did. You just jumped to the end. Well, I told you it was a murder. You just jumped to the end. Okay, we're going to okay. come. Stop. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, she met the car, met the couple by her car because she had some paperwork in the back. And it says that the lockbox was accessed at 529 p.m. So completely on schedule. Yeah, she's a little late. 529? Yeah. They're she should be there early to set up. Well, they were already... They were meeting at 5.30. She should be there earlier to set up. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I know. Um, there were times that, that Debbie wasn't there exactly when we got there. Early I know, before. but... Anyways, so um, at 5.38, Jason texts Lindsay that he's a couple minutes away, but that text never's opened. Oh. Yes. So we're talking between 529 and 538 at this point. Okay. Her text is not opened. Her t- well, her text messages are not opened. Yeah. Um, so a butt dial goes out at 541, and um, it goes to somebody who she, like, doesn't talk to, just somebody that in your phone that you have for years, you know. Yeah. Um, and all they hear is muffled sounds. Yeah. That's it. Um, so Jason and his friend pull into the cul-de-sac around 545 and I guess he, 
this is a little confusing because all the, the sources are very different with this um, little bit of information. So either he pulls in to a spot in the driveway or by the driveway, or he pulls in across the street. It's, it's kind of confusing and it, it changes, but it is important because they said that he pulls in and he sees a man, like the back of a man. Yeah. So he thinks that maybe they got there late and they're just going into the house at that point. Okay. Um, but there's something weird about it. And so he, so one source says he pulls out of the driveway, you know, like he doesn't want to interrupt, um, and parks across the street. And the other one said like, he just, he was across the street or, you know, up the street a little bit. He could still see the house though. So 10 minutes pass and he sent an okay text. Nothing. So, um... So Jason's like, okay, we're going to go check yeah. see what's going on. Um, so Jason and his friend go to the front door, knock, nothing. Ring the doorbell, nothing. Pull on the handle, it's locked. Oh, shit. So a lockbox, I mean, there's no point in locking it when you're already inside. Yep. Especially when you're in, like, a good neighborhood. Like, it's not like you're in, like, the middle of, like, downtown Chicago, you know, where you should, you're yeah. afraid somebody's going to come in. Um... So they, I guess he can see into the house and he can see that the patio door is open just a little tiny bit. Yeah. So he boosts his friends over the, his friend over the patio um, fence and the friend goes in, unlocks the door and then Jason comes in and um, I guess the friend checks the, the first floor, but then Jason runs up the stairs and the master bedroom's right up the stairs and she's laying in a pool of blood. Oh shit. Um, so she was stabbed between... 10 times and 40 times. They can't count that? There, it hasn't really been released. Oh, okay. Um, they didn't really say for sure. And then her dad in an interview um, said that her throat was slit. Well, that's the one that matters. Yeah. Um, and interestingly, there's no defensive wounds. And it looks like somebody did it from behind. So what I'm thinking is maybe somebody slit her throat. She dies. And then they stab her. Well, that's kind of weird because, like, so, I noticed from touring houses Mm -hmm. that kind of as a real estate agent, you never enter the room first. Yeah, but I mean, like, they could have been... Forcing her in the room. Or even, like, she might have already been in the room with them. Yeah. And then turned around to, like, look in a closet or even, like... Or go out first. Look out a window. Anything. You yeah. know, like, all they had to do was turn her... She had to turn her back to them. Yeah. And there are two people. So yeah. this is important. So there's a man and a woman. Um, so he finds her and... Okay, actually, back up just a step. Whenever he can't... The door's locked. He calls 911 and says, like, we need a welfare check. Like, my yeah. girlfriend went into this house and she's not answering. Um, she's a real estate agent, and um, whenever he finds her, they call. He she he calls again, and he can hear. Um, you can hear sirens in the background. Like he's like, I found her. Like I went in upstairs, and she's here. Um, so, you know, the police get there. He tries CPR. I mean, she's dead, but he's trying CPR. He's trying. He doesn't move. Um, too much, but yeah. So, and I mean, he has a, a very solid alibi. Yes. Um, so the police get there. She's obviously dead. 
Um, some sources said that there were stab wounds to her to her breasts. Okay. Um, which could indicate, you know, something else, but it, it could just be like there's just stabbing, you know, her yeah. torso and her face. Um, so Lindsay was found at six eleven p.m. Um, so they said that the window that she was murdered had to have been really between the time that her phone made that butt dial yeah and whenever she they saw that guy at 645 so what they think happened was that they tried to lead out the front door they saw jason and then they decided to go out the back door instead oh so um if he would have been only a couple of minutes later um they probably would have just left out the front door yeah um so there was no robbery nothing at all was taken on her she had a purse phone nothing was taken the house was completely empty it was a vacant you know property expensive house um and this is where it gets really fucking weird but let's just start here there is no dna evidence at all zero okay there's no evidence at all. Um, so the cell phone that called her. Yeah. It was purchased in November of 2007 um, at a convenience store in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, it was turned on and activated in January. And um, it was only used to call her. That's weird. Mm-hmm. So the, it was held for a long time? Yeah. I mean, like, so it looks like it was probably planned in November. Okay. Um, they didn't activate it until January. They didn't say when in January, but she was murdered on February 2nd. Yeah. So if it was January 31st or January 1st, still, it probably was at least a couple of weeks because she had to find a property. Let's just say middle of January. Um, and so every call that was made only to her, only phone calls on the phone were to her, um, was, it was in Vancouver and then 24 hours before she was murdered, it was on the aisle or it was, um, in the area that, that the house was. Hmm. So they clearly went to that area to, you know, do this. Yeah. The second she was murdered, phone's off, never traced again. Shit. Yeah. So that's basically like signs of a hit. Yep. So that's the big theory is that it's a hit. Yeah. Because how else do you go in? You murder somebody in, what, five minutes? Yeah. And, um, at, well, I mean, between... About 10 minutes. Yeah. But you murder someone, you stab them between 10 and 40 times, and you leave without anybody seeing anything suspicious. But hit hitmen or hit couples don't do multiple stabs. Right. So that's that's kind of a weird, weird red flag. But... I mean, at the request of... They'll do anything mm, you want at the request. Exactly. So some people, you know, they think... Hey, maybe they were like, give it overkill. Yeah, do they'll do special requests or whatever yeah. they want to keep off their trail. Or maybe the guy, the hitman actually gets off on the murders and it's a perfect fit. That's true. My question, though, is like that many stab wounds and like if the throat slit, like they would have had to have had blood on them somewhere. But like if they are professionals. Take it with them. Yeah. 
Period. You know what I mean? That's the only that's the only opportunity they had in that time period is to take it with them. Right. So, um, yeah, like the, there's no murder weapon. There's not nothing at all. But, um, but if they, so if they were leaving out the front door, mm-hmm. he didn't see like them carrying a bag or anything. Well, he just saw the back of the guy. Yeah. So who knows if maybe like the well guy, like a suitcase or something like. You know what I mean? They he I mean he probably just saw a glimpse of the guy and he probably thought oh they're going into the house now so he yeah. probably didn't do like a really close look. Um, well, if I saw a guy with a suitcase go in and with my girlfriend, yeah. I'd be very suspicious. But I mean, they didn't say there was anything about a suitcase, and there's two of them, so they might have held that evidence back too. Maybe, but like, I, there's no evidence though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clothing but, would give you evidence. Clothing would give you evidence, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, if if he... That's true, like, if he did see anything else. But from the sound of it, like, he didn't think anything was weird, so he probably just saw a guy walking into a house. Yeah, probably, probably good. Um, so, and if he saw the back of him, even if there was blood on the front of him, he wouldn't have seen that. And it's dark, you see somebody in, like, the yeah, porch no, light. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have seen So, um, obviously people are suspicious of Jason. Yeah. Because, I mean, of course they are. He had the perfect alibi. He had... Right. So the alibi is very, very, very strong. I mean, he's on sur- surveillance camera. He has a friend with him. Yeah. The one thing I did hear, and, like, this is whenever I heard the case a couple of... It might have been, like, a year ago now. I don't remember even the source of it. But somebody said, like, he wasn't super close friends with that with that guy. And he thought it was kind of weird that Jason asked him to come along. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't find anything this time to talk about that, so it could have been, like, a Reddit theory. It could have been... Yeah. It could have been somewhere. Like, who knows if that's true or not. Um, but, so, obviously, people are like, well, you know, it's probably Jason. But, yeah, he had the solid alibi. He passed the lie detector. Hmm. There's not really anything showing that it's him. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe it's that other friend. Well, the other friend also was cleared completely. Well, yeah, and I mean, he'd be on the tape, but yeah. like maybe he ordered the hit. Well, that friend didn't even know her. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, or at least didn't know her well. well. Down. Yeah. Very down. So wait, no, there's there's more. There's more. <laughs> okay. Um, the one weird thing about Jason was a couple of weeks before her death, she did go visit her father, um, and told them told him that like she wasn't really happy anymore and she was thinking about leaving him. Oh. But she didn't leave him yeah. in the six weeks between visiting her dad and, and the murder. So yeah. maybe it was just a fight. Maybe she just wasn't feeling it. But, like, that's a long time to live with somebody and, like... Yeah, but I know... I know... I know women that stick around a long time that shouldn't... That's that's true. But, I mean, like, you would have thought that maybe he would murder her sooner or, like... No, that's, but like, that's about how long it takes to set up a hit. That's true. But her friends, like... Nobody else really mentioned it. Like, there were just light rumors that they weren't making Well, the hit was basically set up in... Well, I guess... In, like, January, I guess. January, Or yeah. November. No, November. The guy... The guy probably... So, the hit person probably has a stash of phones that they buy in, like, bulk. Yeah, or, like, November, here and there. Yeah. And then they just turn them on... Whenever they need to. Whenever they need to. That's true. In Jan- January. Um, but... So, obviously, he's the number one... They said that he also wasn't mourning correctly, which 
this is a big thing. Like, not oh, everybody yeah. is going to mourn yeah. the same way. Have you had, have you busted in and <laughs> gave your, like, dead girlfriend CPR? Like, right. no. Like, you don't, you don't know how you're going to react. Um, also, like, I, I handle death differently than you handle death. And, yeah. you know, his 911 calls, like, nobody said anything weird about the 911 calls. But, like, the way after her death, like, they said he wasn't that sad. How do you know he's not that sad? Maybe he's just he's in a numb. state of fucking Complete shock. Complete numb, yeah. Um, and now I don't know if he... Maybe he did do the hit. But I'm saying that, like, you cannot say somebody's guilty based on if they're crying enough at press conferences. You can still, A, do the hit and be sad. That's true. Like... It, that also that happens. Yeah, that doesn't mean... Um, so, he was completely cleared, and her close friends and family were also cleared. Okay. They said nobody really has an alibi, or not an alibi, a motive. Yeah. Um, so, everybody, like, evidence completely supports this hit, but they're like, but who did it? Um, now, this is a little bit about the people who did do the hit. We know for sure that it was a man and a woman. Yeah. Um, because they did see the the guy... You know, from behind, he was about six foot tall. And eyewitness did see the pair of them. Which is kind of crazy because, like, it was dark out. Like, how did they even see this person, these people? Yeah. But I'm thinking maybe street lamps, something like that. Um, so there are two people. The man was six foot-ish, white. And a shorter person with a wig. Or? Well, no, they saw the woman from the front. They saw her face. Okay. Um, so she was obviously shorter than six foot. but. Yeah. She was between 35 and 40, and she had a very particular dress on. It's a very particular dress. So it's black, and then, well, it's black on, like, I guess the back and the sides. And then it has, like, a white swirly and a pink swirly. Like, vibrant pink. Like, Sophie Snake pink. Oh, man. And it's a very vibrant dress. And they were like, oh, you know, maybe this is, like, a designer dress. But, like, that was the style at the time. There was a bunch of dresses that were very similar. So she, she looked out of place? In the neighborhood? No. Like, I mean, it was a, a richer neighborhood. So she looked like she... She looked like out. it was like a business outfit. Okay. Um, whenever I listen to Crime Junkie, they said it sounds kind of like a newscaster, like, would wear, like, on air. Okay. Or, like, in an office building. And when you see the dress, like... I, I'll show you the dress. It's kind of like this... Y- you get the vibe of, like, a lady at the office would wear this. And, um... It's just a, it's just like a, Oh, it's okay. a business dress. Yeah. That, um, that's, okay, so this, this I've seen in movies as a personal assistant, typical. Yeah. Uh, like the secretary. Yeah, type of dress. Not that it needs to be. Right. But it's just like a, it's a business outfit. Yeah, it's, it's like. It stands out, but it's so not exciting that it. It it draws attention away from the face, I think. That's true. That is true. It it is attention grabbing, but not in like a, oh my gosh, there was this lady walking down the street in this dress. It's kind of like, oh, I did see a lady and she was wearing this dress. She was wearing pink stripes, yes. So there was a um, a sketch done of the lady. Look how terrible the sketch is. Dude, I thought it was a, it was a guy with a mullet, so with like he's about ready to pour back a forty. Literally nothing about this is good. It looks like in Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. When he draws a picture of the Uncle girl Rico. Likes. No, it's not Uncle Rico. Who uh, well, it. no, 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 no. But it looks like Uncle Rico. It does look a little bit like Uncle Rico. But like when Napoleon shades her upper lip. Yeah. And it's just so bad. It's like, it's like what the fuck. That's how bad that sketch is. Yeah. Everybody go look at the sketch. It's sketch terrible. Sketch artist. So no person looks like that. It's like Beavis and Butthead meets, huh. you know, <laughs> Uncle Rico. And <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah. bad. So these, but they're very, they look like normal white people so it's also weird they would have a very strong hispanic accent yes but that's not to say white people don't live in mexico or puerto rico or spain or wherever you know yeah um it's just probably weird that they're in can or would have would have thick accents yeah first first generation or second generation right so um the police believe that Everything, um, yeah, poli- police believe they plan to go out of the front, but Jason pulling up probably changed their mind. Um, okay, so here's here's the th- question. If it's a hit, who has the most motive? Yeah. Again, Jason. But here's a weird one. Jason's mother. Oh. She didn't really have a motive. Um, I couldn't really find a good motive for her, except maybe, like, she didn't want her with his son. Like, maybe she just didn't like her. I don't know. But there's a very weird, weird little part. Okay. And I think this is the reason that she's on people's radar. Yeah. So after the murder, I'm not sure exactly how long after, um, I didn't write this down, but her friend, um, Lindsay's friend Nikki gets a phone call in the middle of the night. And it's a lady with a very strong Hispanic accent. Oh. And it sounds fake. So she automatically is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so she calls back the number like 20 times. Yeah. And finally, Jason's mother, Shirley, answers. Oh, shit. And she goes, um, oh, sorry, I meant to call the other Nikki in my phone who's my assistant. Jason must have put your name in my phone for some reason. Hmm. Hmm. So if you're trying to call your assistant, why are you calling her with a... Mexican accent. Yes. It's very strange. In the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, apparently, um, Shirley completely denies that this ever happened. Yeah. They said, uh, the police really haven't released if this is true or not. Well, I mean... It's a weird thing. I don't know why his mom would kill her, but, like, it's weird. Yeah. Now, her his mom is her boss. Okay. Um, so she's the manager of the Remax, you know, agency and Lindsay's it. Maybe she found something out she wasn't supposed to. Okay, so that leads us to the next bullet. Yeah. It's like you read the bullets. I know uh, you didn't, but No, maybe I'm just a smart cookie. So this is also a very strange thing. So like I said, she went to visit her dad. She cooking books. <laughs> no. Um oh. she went to visit her dad and um while she was visiting her father she texted a friend from high school. Well, she so she called him, and then she also Facebook messaged him. Yeah. And um, it turns out that he was a mid-level drug dealer with cocaine. Okay. Um, so they don't know if, like, they actually, like, met up, if there was any contact, but they know that, that she did reach out to him during this time. Yes. They don't know why, because hmm. they weren't friends. 
They were acquaintances from high school. And she's 24, so high school was six years, you know, before then. Yeah. And, like, they weren't even... And the weird thing is, like, where she was, he wasn't even in that area. It just, like, happened. I mean, maybe because she finally got away from her boyfriend, she decided to text him. I don't know. Maybe she was trying to shoot her shot. Yep. (sighs) But, um... Uh, Was that a heroin joke? (laughs) It wasn't, but it works that way. Oh, okay. It's cocaine, too. Well, yeah, but, I mean... Um... So here's where it gets weird. So she was not known to be into drugs or selling drugs. Like, her record was clean. Yeah. But in December 2007 to January 2008, there was this um, undercover sting. And they got $2 million worth of cocaine from, like, the thing that he was involved with. Yeah. Um, And he was charged and, like, sent to jail. So police think that there might have been, like, a police informant that, like, somehow, they, people think that they might have tried to kill police informant, or, because, I mean, you're going to do that if you're a drug dealer and you just lost two mil. Yeah. Um, but there's, the police released that she was not a mole, she was not a police informant. Well, of course they're going to say that. That's true, but, like, where, how would she even get involved in that? Whenever she's not even, like, she doesn't know this guy. She, like, isn't from the area. Like, it's just kind of, like... No, but she know a lot of properties. Uh, it's she true. know a trap house. I mean, it could she's be... She's selling in a sh- shady area. She know the drug activity. Well, if she's selling in a shady area. She might have just been selling in a normal area. No, They didn't she... say she was selling shitholes. Well, you said she was selling a lot of... No, I was just saying that she was selling houses. Yeah, but I mean, like, high turnover. May I don't Maybe. know that. She could have been selling two houses a year, but they weren't good houses. Could like, be, yeah. But good houses to me is like our house, not like a million dollar house. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. For a realtor, like this house is not enough. Yeah, I know. She she wasn't selling trap houses. They probably would have said that. <laughs> oh, it's true. Um, but they said like there's no connection to like these dealers except for that she randomly reached out to the one guy. Yeah. Um. Maybe she was trying to find some cocaine. Maybe. I mean... Or maybe she found out Jason's mom was doing the coke. Maybe. Um, so, there was also another friend... And this kind of was, like, breezed over a lot. But um, she was also friends with the drug dealers. And she quit right after Lindsay's murder. Like, the next day. Which I would have fucking, too. Yeah. If I was a real estate agent at a place that my coworker just got murdered in the house, I would not be a fucking real estate agent anymore. Yeah. Um, so, police said that there might be a connection between the drug bust and her murder, but they need somebody to come forward with them. They don't have the connecting pieces. Yeah. Um, and then in 2017... Oh, so that friend... Um, maybe, this is just something I'm spitballing here, maybe the friend was the informant. Maybe. And then blamed it on Lindsay. Maybe. But it would have to be somebody who had access to her, you know, her phone number, knew, you know, that she was a real estate agent, knew that she, you know, would be interested in showing this house. So there's, maybe. Um, and then in 2017, somebody did a full confession on the webs- on her website, um, saying, like, the police are fucking idiots, like, you know, I, I got away with this, just let it go, like, yeah. you're never going to figure it out. Um, but that wasn't, nothing came of it. Yeah. Which people do that shit all the time. Yeah, and that, you know, a hitman's not gonna brag. Yeah, and they didn't really say, like, oh, you know, she was stabbed 
27 times. Well, Hitman brags to the wrong kind of people. Yeah, I don't think... Not to... I don't even know if a Hitman would brag at all, because that would make them a bad Hitman. No, but, like, if if you want to... If you want to say... I don't have to brag to the public. Yeah, that's true. But I have to brag to my future employer. Right. Like, to show, hey, I pulled this off. You should hire me. Right. That's true. So, um, just as a closing note, it has never been solved. They're still hoping people will come forward with information. Um, Every year, her father does a walk on the anniversary of her death from the park to the murder house and then to the police station. He says the police are not doing enough work for this. There's not people working on this case as much as they should be. It's kind of been pushed to the back burner. Um, He's saying the police and the politicians need to step up their game. Yeah. Um, If it does have to do with a huge drug bust, uh, a lot of times those cases don't get solved. It's true. So um, some Reddit theories. Reddit's kind of like a weird rabbit hole, but they said that like a... One was like, oh, you know, he knew, her boyfriend knew exactly how many stab wounds there were, and, like, um, even though, like, the coroner didn't even know until after he said it. Like, there's just, but, like, those things were not, like, um, substantiated in any of the research I did. Um, So, it's just kind of like a a lot of a, hmm, peculiar. Well, and even if he, so, like, if I stab someone... Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd count. Yeah, right. Especially if it's in like a fit of rage. Like I, I could tell three or four. And I don't think that you would tell a hitman stab her exactly twenty seven times. You might say like make stab it her a bunch. Kill. Yeah, stab her a bunch. So my quick little story. I have two stories. Okay. So one was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? I told Jason. I think it was yesterday. We were at dinner. That um, when I was 22, I, um, I was looking at this apartment, actually above the restaurant sauce. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh-huh. Full circle. And um, there was, he was like, it was a private landlord, and he's like, yeah, come check out the place. You know, it's, I mean, it's in a busy road. It's in this place called Bridgeville in PA, and it's um, very, it's very populated, but I didn't feel comfortable going to this place by myself with this guy that I don't know. Like, I had only spoken to him over text messages. Um, so I told my other friend, who um, is actually coming to visit us next, well, two weekends from now. Woo! Woo! Um, I told her that she needed to come with me because I was afraid that this guy, because, I mean, he'd only talked to me talked to me over text, um, was going to bludgeon me over the head and then chop <laughs> me up in the bathtub. <laughs> I actually went to the place. It was fine. It was good. Um, <laughs> no murders. Sold. Sold. Um, it was a really nice um, studio apartment. But um, another story. So that's kind of like a scary story. Yeah. But so when I worked, so I worked as a leasing agent at um, a really big property in um, Pittsburgh again. It was in Bethel Park slash South Park. And um there were times that some creepy people would come in and around that time, so this was 2013, there were some real estate agents getting murdered across the country. Um, kind of in like weird fashions like this. Um, so we made a rule that in the office you had yep. to take their IDs photocopy and them. leave them there. Well, we or, didn't photocopy. We just left them in the office. Well, I mean, yeah. You um, couldn't my, hurt to 
Right. My manager lived on property, so he could look out of his window and see when my car was there and when my car wasn't there. And he wanted me to leave the blinds open so he could see if I was okay. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of creeps. Um, since I worked there all year round, there were a couple of creeps that I did feel weird about. One guy in particular on New Year's Eve, um, he wanted to see a three-bedroom apartment. And he was like in his 50s, I would say. Um, and he, it was New Year's Eve, so we were closing, closing a little early, but it was already starting to get dark, and I had plans with my ex-boyfriend at the time and my friends, and, um, and he gets me up to this three-bedroom apartment, and he's like, oh, you know, I have two daughters that live with me part-time because we're divorced, and, like, he kind of came on to me, and you kind of, like, you learn very quickly how things can change very, very fast when you are in a room with a stranger yeah um but i had my cell phone like in my hand at the time like i had my manager on speed dial so like all i had to do was press send yeah um but it just he gave me like really weird vibes and he was like i'll definitely be back and he asked if i was um single and i told him no and he's like well you know if I lived here, you could come visit me, and, like, it was, it was sketch, but he actually never, I tried calling him for, like, we had to call for follow-ups, he never answered again. Yeah. It was weird. I think it's, it's kind of interesting, so, yeah, that's, that's terrible, but it's interesting in positions like that, you have to learn how to say no without Mm -hmm. saying, no! Right. (laughs) Like, like, it's... It can be, and I mean, I'm not just saying it's just women, um, but you get like your spidey senses start tingling yeah and um you know in this case it was a man and a woman together which me and you looked at a house with our realtor you know how many times yeah and i mean they were all broad daylight but um well she's the tiniest little thing yeah i mean if we were you know psychos like we could have easily yeah um but she did get our names and addresses where we worked. Like, everything uh, was written down. Yeah, well, we're not worried about it. Cause... Right, right. But, I mean, like, <laughs> kind of like a cautionary tale is, like, if you are a leasing agent, a real estate agent, a anything that you're going to be alone with a client, get as much information as you can, write it down, and, like... Preferably a picture. Yeah. Put it in fucking Google Docs, and that way it uploads to the goddamn cloud. Yeah, <laughs> Or, like, or give it to someone you trust. Right. Um, you know, a lot of people... Um, so that the person knows there will be consequences yeah. if, if there's something... We were listening to something the other day, and I asked Jason how he would feel about this, but um, the one person said for every date that she goes on that's, you know, an internet date or even somebody that you know through somebody, she gets their ID, their driver's, or their driver's license, their ID, whatever, um, their license plate number... And their first and last name. And, like, ask to see it. Like, ask to see their driver's license. Make sure the picture matches the face. Yeah. Um, and then text a friend to say, like, this is their name. And, you know, it's kind of like, oh, that's that's a little over the top. But... Uh, it depends how how it, it is approached by the other party. Right. If it is, if it is approached as desperate mm-hmm. by, by you, it seems as clingy and... Yeah. Desperate. But if I But, but if you, you say it chill and relaxed and say, you know, I, I, I really hate to do this, but I would feel much safer or for my if own I could safety see your ID, yeah. if I could see my ID and send it to a friend. Yeah. I'm doing this 
for my own safety just because. Well, I read this thing yesterday online. I mean, it could be fake. It could not be fake. But um, this girl was talking to this guy, and um, she just got, like, a weird feeling about him. Which, trust your gut. You know, sometimes weird feelings yeah. are there for a reason. And um, he was like, oh, you know, like, let's let's go hiking for our first date. Yeah. And she's like, no, like, I really want to meet in a public place. Like, let's get coffee. So he ends up ghosting on her. And yeah. then it turns out he murders a girl, like, the next day, the same place that they were going to hike. And he turned out to be a serial killer. Shit. So, like, her saying, yeah. you know, like, hey, like... Could have been her. Yeah, like, hey, let's not, you know, go there. Like, let's go to a public... Let's go to Starbucks, you know? Well, I... Like, so, when I was, you know, perusing the field... Yeah. You know, I always suggested public places because, you know, that's that's good for me, too. It is. Because I, I am at ease if you are at ease. Well, also, there was this one um, story that maybe someday I'll cover. I don't know. Um, where a guy thought he was meeting a girl at her apartment to pick her up, and he was murdered. Yeah, that never that. Well, that can't go well. Like, I mean, he was murdered by another guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who was pretending to be a female? Yeah, no, I, I know. And I mean, females could do it too. But I mean, I'm just saying that, like, you, you don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just a PSA. Um, be safe out there. Yeah, they don't trust any. You don't know these people. You don't have to trust. You don't have to trust anybody, unless you like, unless they earn your trust. Yeah, and I think that that trust is probably earned after about five good dates or something. Yeah, like that. A, a solid few dates. Yeah, I mean that all depends on. Yeah, I mean the length of time. Our dates were, you lengthy. know, yeah. <laughs> lengthy, and I met your mom on the second date. Wow. Well, so. well. <laughs> Don't bring He that lured up. me back with his weenie. Winter dog. <laughs> Jeez, Pepper was a good boy. <coughs> Pepper was a good boy. Yeah. Okay, so um sorry it's another murder mystery that was unsolved. Maybe I'll start finding some more solved ones. Yeah, solve me. So, Give um, me a riddle that I can solve. But maybe if people hear this and yeah, they could, and they know something. Some. I mean if you're listening to ours, you probably listen to other ones. But if you know something yeah, say something. If you see something, something say, say something. something. Oh, wow, you knew what I was going to say. And the Pittsburgh it's Port creepy. Authority. Yeah. If you see something, something say, say something. something. Okay, um, so that's all I have for that. I know Jason's really excited about his part now. It's Jason's corner. <laughs> was that the Little Mermaid? <laughs> yes, it was. It was a little off key, but you know, it was, it's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. trying because I can't, I can't do marimba. Oh my gosh, it's fine. Yeah, I know. Well, it's all right. So, Jason's corner. I know you're very excited about your. Um, yeah, I your, actually your prepped something. I prepped a question. I I normally don't do this, guys. It's usually uh, by the seat of his pants. It is by the seat of my pants, and by the seat of my pants, I mean like from the start of the episode to the end of. The, like, or in between, like <laughs> in between the 
the section where you hit press and then say yeah. it. Yeah, because it only lets us record for so long and I have to like save it and then continue. So sometimes it's literally between that, that little tiny second. <laughs> section that I have to think of something. So, and when I make up the jingle right. for Jason's Corner. But he prepared. He prepared I prepared, guys. A few hours ago. A few hours ago. At dinner I was like, oh my goodness. I want to know what Melly would do if she woke up in my body. If we switch bodies. If we switch bodies. Okay. What so, would happen? What would you do? We're you Freaky Fridaying this bitch. We're Freaky Friday. Okay. Like Chris Brown and Little Dicky. <laughs> or like Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. And Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> um. Okay. So the first thing I would do. I want to be Jamie Lee Curtis because that means I get to be Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Or do I want to be Lindsay Lohan? Because then that means I'm soulfully Lindsay. Oh my god. Oh. Soulfully Lindsay is not a good thing. And Jamie first, Lee Curtis ain't bad either. First thing I would do, okay? Yeah. I would reach something off of a top shelf. I was wondering. <laughs> I was wondering if you would take that take that route. So being five foot tall, I cannot reach fucking anything. Yeah, do you know how long my wingspan is too? <laughs> like you can reach Everything. Yeah, I can touch our roof. You know I, I mean, well, not not that not, roof. not that roof, but like our house is um, it has vaulted ceilings, so he can touch the small side, but not. It's like a good what, like, thir- fourteen feet. Yeah, that might be twelve feet, cause that's that's not double me. Well, the one out there is. The one out there is. Yeah, yeah but not not right there. Um, so yeah, I would reach for something like just. <laughs> fucking anything dude like i would touch whatever i could um and then i wonder if i'd have your taste buds oh i'd try to eat a I salad think you, i think you would i would try to eat a salad to see if i liked it Ooh, what kind of dressing would you choose Ooh, blue well, cheese since... blue cheese blue... dressing i think you would have to try blue cheese dressing yeah i'd have to try something do that a I wedge really salad like. a wedge salad with blue cheese dressing with or or a caesar salad yeah, because I don't like Caesar salads. Either. Yeah, with the anchovies on it. So I would, I would try to eat something that I know that you would like. I, I still don't think I could try like seafood because I just, it just grosses me out. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, but I would try a salad, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. What else? So. Um, I like salads. I would hit my head off of everything. I'm sure because I'm not yeah. used to being tall. No, but I think your eyesight would adjust to it because you, you're still <gasps> seeing the line of sight. Oh, and you're not blind, so I could see without putting uh, contacts yeah. in my eyes. Well, I do have, you know, the monocle. So yeah, but I mean, like that's it's not very it's slight. not bad. I mean, one eye is fifteen twenty, <laughs> and the other eye is just twenty twenty. Yeah. So like, it's just that weird. One's a little sharper. It's just that weirdness that I need to correct. What else would I do? Um, okay, so I would. <laughs> I don't know. What else would I do? Hmm. I mean, probably some weird stuff. <laughs> get money. I would not fuck bitches and get money. Yeah. I would I would explore anat- anatomically. <laughs> See what things feel like. <laughs> Pee standing up. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one. And then, like, you know, other things. Take a shower and just see what it feels like to, like, not have to wash your hair. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I have short hair, so, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, what else would I do? The tall, the, really. Ooh, maybe lift lift heavy things. <gasps> oh yeah. Ooh. That'd be fun. I mean, heavier things. Yeah. I mean, you you can lift heavy things, but like heavier things. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Um. Maybe. Uh, ooh, yeah, yeah. White male privilege. Yeah, white male privilege. Ooh. You lose a little bit of privilege for being overweight, though. That's true, I do. I mean, I know people don't like to admit that, but, like, fat people, like... Yeah. We get not, looked at. Not whole of, people. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like a waning moon. Yeah. You know? Waxing and waning. Yeah. So, like, the fatter you get, the waner, wanier you get. <laughs> yeah, it's Waxing like people, and waning. People are like, oh, that fat person. Yeah. But, um, okay, so what would you do if you were me? I think I'd wear dresses. <laughs> you can wear dresses now, boo. Yeah, but without underwear. I don't wear dresses without underwear. But I would. <laughs> well, okay, but are we talking short dresses or long dresses? Short dresses. So you would walk around. Yeah, I'm going over vent grates. With my coochie out. I'm going vent grates, and I'm going, I'm going full copper tone on this bitch. <laughs> I make sure I wear full coverage undies whenever I am wearing a dress. You know, you'd experience it. chub rub. Chub rub? Because whenever I wear dresses, no, man. my I'm, thighs I'm going to put coconut oil on that. Okay. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like oiled up like, <laughs> like the, like the tin man. Jason <laughs> would be like, look at all those coconut oil. Okay, so what else would you do? Um, I don't know. I think I'd probably starve to death after two days because I'd only be able to eat, on, <laughs> eat buffalo chicken. I, I asked Jason today where he where chicken tenders fall on his menu, like on his list of food. He's like, it doesn't even break the top 100. It is my literal favorite food, chicken tenders. I mean, I like chicken tenders, but I don't think I could eat it for <laughs> three times a day. Three times a day. <laughs> and like for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I, yeah. Uh, 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 what else would I do? Um, but then, okay, so if you tried food that you typically like, you'd understand maybe. why I don't like them. Yeah, but I don't want to be forced. I don't want to be pigeonholed. My soul likes food. I know, but if you took a bite of a salad and you're like, oh, this literally tastes like yeah, but you're her. Yeah, but you're pigeonholed into force. It's only for one day. Oh. Problem. I mean, it's No, no, we got we got to break the curse. Oh, how do we do that? Touch the tips gently. <laughs> okay. I don't know how to do that. Like, put the pinkies together and sing kumbaya. I don't know. Okay, so what else would you do? Um, I think I'd take showers, because you really like to take oh, showers. Love like, showers. just really blazing hot so showers. So, both of us... I just know I walk into the bathroom and I, like, the steam just, like... <laughs> And I'm just like, what were you doing in here? I don't understand how you don't take steaming hot showers. Well, I take hot showers, but just like not that hot. <laughs> I like, I just know it's it's hot as... I turn it all the way. <laughs> well, I know. I turn it back. I Like 45 degrees. Yeah. I don't know. Huh, what else would I do? I'd probably investigate uh, serial killers. See why why that's so interesting. You could do that now. Well, yeah, but like if, if 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 that appealed to me. Oh, if that is in your brain. Yeah. Hmm. If I was like, I'm maybe I would Millie. do that with stocks because you were so interested stocks. in stocks. Stonks. 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 Hmm. hmm. That'd be fun. 
And to break the curse, I think we would actually have to... We'd have to, uh... Ooh, ooh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna carry a baby. <laughs> You're gonna make car- this happen I'm gonna make a baby. Months? I'm gonna be... I'm going to give birth to Hans, and then that'll break the curse. So you're willing to go through childbirth? No, 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 no. At the mo- moment <laughs> So of you're going to put me back in my body. At the first moment of pain, we switch. <laughs> Sense is, of pain. That is the biggest dick it's move like, I've ever heard sh- in my life. And I'm just like, oh, 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 where am I? Oh, thank goodness. And then I'm and like, you're just like, ah! I'm just dying on the table, pushing out a baby. Table? Yeah, a table. You mean gurney? It's a table. It's a bed. <laughs> it's You saw like the kitchen table. No. You're just like on the kitchen table, spread eagle, well, pushing you know, out a baby. You know, like in hospitals, how they have like... The... Operating table? Yeah. No. It's an operating table. You're in a gurney. A gurney is like the one that holds you up. No. It's a hospital table. <laughs> table. It's not a bed. Yeah, it is. Like whenever I go to the gynecologist, sorry everybody, it's a table. It's not a with table. With stirrups. Yeah, with stirrups, but it's basically it's basically a bed. Anybody who's had children. It's a half bed. It's not a bed. You don't stay there. Maybe you do. I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you wanna you wanna be in a you wanna be in that stirrups for. 24 hours? Well, I mean, don't you move to a different bed or you just lay there? You no, bled you lay everywhere. in the bed. There's blood fucking everywhere. Yeah, but you lay in the bed. They change the sheets. Okay, well... I think they do. Listen. All right, you you have a baby and you figure it out. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone. You, you go have your baby. This is... You go have your baby. <laughs> what this has shown us... Is we know absolutely nothing about you. Go have your baby, <laughs> and I gonna leave. <laughs> That's probably how it goes, you. I'm out. I'm gonna get some smokes. <laughs> I'll be back in a minute. And never come back. That's right. <laughs> you smarter than the other ones. <laughs> I can't trick you. Well, well, I hope everyone enjoyed that little burst of weirdness. <laughs> I feel like we started out normal, and then you just lost everyone when you mentioned childbirth being when you peace out. Well, I'm a peace out. At... Why do you? Okay, hold on. Before we end this, why do you want to carry a baby for nine months? Do you think it looks fun? Because it's beautiful. Just that bond of motherhood. <laughs> That yeah. pure... Do you see how miserable... Do you see the way Sophie looks at me? Yeah. Do you see do you how know, miserable Do you know how much, much more a baby would love me? Do you know? You realize... That's what it knows. <laughs> that when you're pregnant, like, you can't tie your shoes. You can't get into a good, comfortable position when you're sleeping. But you can sure as hell roll down a hill. <laughs> oh, my God. Jason here thinks pregnancy is easy. I know that they have whole stores dedicated to it, so it must be fun. Oh my god. So, like... So lucky. (laughs) So lucky. He's saying this because there's never a chance of us switching bodies. You you don't see... So you see pregnancy stores, 
But you don't see magnancy stores. Yeah, men don't get pregnant. They don't need... They why not? Arnold did. Okay. If Arnold could get pregnant, why can't I get pregnant? You do not need to buy nipple cream because a baby is going to bite the shit out of your nipples. I have nipples, Greg. <laughs> you don't need to buy Prego Pops because you're so nauseous. Prego Pops? That sounds delicious. <laughs> they are pretty good. But they so that you don't throw up every morning. Oh. They help with your nausea. Bad. Yeah. I don't want those now. No, no, they help get rid of the nausea. I know, but they make me nauseous now. <laughs> they sound to have the opposite effect on me yeah. than normal people. And like pregnancy jeans and everything, it's just a whole thing. Dude, I could use a pair of those. I have a pair. What? <laughs> I do. You can just abort that out of my mind. <laughs> I'm Amanda kidding. worked in motherhood, so. I know. I I'm have just... a pair. Well, okay, so thanks for taking that roller coaster of a. Of a I know corner. some bad jokes in there, and <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. It's okay. Operating table. Operating table. I operated inefficiently. <laughs> well, I hope everybody has a good night. Follow Have us night. on um, on the Twitter, Twitter, yeah, um, Instagram, Instagrammers, Facebook. Here's the thing. I don't know what to put on these social media sites, so I just post, like, when we have an episode, but, like... Or, yeah, memes. I've been doing more memes. Yes. But if anybody wants, like, a discussion on there... Yeah. I would need people to actually discuss things. That'd be okay. That'd be okay. Because you know, it yeah. can't just be me discussing things, because that's what this is. Yeah, that's true. That's, you know, I, I can't discuss, because I don't have my own, you know, tweeter. I mean, I could. I could make a tweeter. <laughs> but yeah, so um, but if I would anybody do, wants to I would give do. like recommendations of what we should oh, do to make our social media better. I could be sweet baby Ray. Oh my god. Maybe we should hire, and by hire I mean completely not pay them, somebody to give us a good social media presence. Yeah. We could be Tori. Tori be our social media person. Maybe. Mm. Anybody want the, the non-paying job? Yeah. Just the notoriety. No, because then we might get sued. We have to take this responsibility. Mm, True. Okay, well, good night, everybody. Good night. Stay pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy.